0: What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 174 on allowing your brand to develop its own identity. So, So I'm super excited to have this conversation, super excited to deliver this content. We are actually doing a little special episode, and for you guys that are tuning in on YouTube, understand that we are also here live on Wisdom, on the Wisdom app, and if you guys are just looking for another way to engage with me, I would love to have you all join me on the Wisdom app. I actually want to be a lot better with providing Wisdom some great content. It's been over a month, over two months, I think, since I have been on the Wisdom app. I have been locked in, focused on providing you guys with the great content on YouTube and getting the YouTube brand right. But now we are back, and now I want to get my focus back on wisdom. So I just love all my wisdom listeners that tune in whenever I drop these live talks. But yes, today we're going to be talking about, you know, identity and the identity that your brand naturally develops when we just, you know, lay off just a little bit. Sometimes we can be a little bit too focus on that identity and that brand identity so here's today's quote starting a new business is like birthing a new child yes and the ironic thing about that quote is it's coming from somebody that doesn't even have children yet but i do not regret that statement as i have a lot of parents in my life that would agree with that statement though it's a bold statement they would definitely agree so again welcome to all my listeners that are joining us via wisdom We are now recording on Wisdom. We are also recording on Facebook. And I'm just super excited to have you all a part of the show. And for those who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Kai Speaks, the curator and host of the Million Dollar Mind podcast. So welcome back, millionaires. As I mentioned today, we're going to be talking about business parenting tips 101. I'm sure you never heard that term used like that before. Business parenting tips 101. But before we get into today's content, I got to let you guys know that this is now the season as we're talking about brand identity and we're talking about business development. We're talking about mentorship. We're talking about leadership. We're talking about all these things. This is definitely the time that you guys want to think about copying my book, my bestseller, Leave From the Front. We just recently celebrated our two year anniversary. I'm super excited and just so blessed to to call myself an author and to have called myself an author for two years and celebrating over 2000 copies being sold, you know, now being on a, the shelves of a couple small local bookstores. It's been a quite it's been quite a journey and I'm super blessed. If you guys are interested in checking out my book, you can definitely go to my website www.kiespeaks.com or you can text book b o o k to 888-292-1501. But let's get into today's content, right? All right, millionaires, entrepreneurs, moguls, philanthropists, Managers even. Right. I want to encourage you to purchase my book, Lead from the Front, because it is essential if you want to learn how to be an effective leader, not just for others, but for yourself as well. Learning the tools or the importances, I should say, of accountability, discipline. We have so many resources and tools that are in the book to help you give better feedback, give more genuine feedback, you know, hold yourself to a higher standard and hold others to a higher standard without making them feel like you're the person that tells a lot. But doesn't lead by example. And that's what the whole purpose of the book is to lead from the front. So if you haven't already, go check out my book. Lead from the front. You can find it on my website at www.kyspeaks.com. It'll be right there at the top. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the world's most trusted podcast for passion attraction. You guys are in the right place if you are here looking for money, making tips and tricks on living a more passionate life and I gotta put emphasis on that word passion right because we all just wanna live a life of passion we all just want to be here enjoying our lives in the most passionate way that we possibly can right in the most in the most passionate way we possibly can that means doing the things that we love that means enjoying the people that we love enjoying the time with the people that we love all of these things involve Living a passionate life. And so when it comes to doing that, we just have to be equipped with the skills that are going to allow us to be receptive mentally, spiritually and emotionally to opportunities to do the things that we love. Right. So let's start off with a story. Let's start off with a story because I love opening out with some inspiration and a story that inspired today's content. And that story is this. Right. Starting a new business, we all know, is a lot of work. It's a lot of work starting a new business. And a lot of times we give ourselves that analysis paralysis. We're thinking about websites. we thinking about prices. We're thinking about target market. We're thinking about, you know, clients. We're thinking about the fear of sales. All these things are thoughts that come through our mind when it comes to starting a new business. And no matter how much experts and the really smart people we have on the show, including myself, try to simplify it, your business is a little bit different than anybody else's anybody else's business. And so we learn very quickly that the lessons come from trial and error. Not saying that you don't want to get your own advice, not saying that you don't want to find mentors and coaches, but at the end of the day, you learn by doing. So the point I'm trying to make is you can spend all this time collecting the data and analyzing advice from coaches, mentors, and you know, other people in your communities that are doing the same thing as you. But until you actually start doing the thing itself, You're not truly getting the lessons that you need to grow and to actually get that business functional. So now I got a huge disclaimer. I am no parent yet. I am an amazing uncle, though, to many nieces. And I have amazing relationships with parents, you know, that that know that this is actually very similar. um, You know, starting a business to what it's like being a parent. Right. These things are not too far from. You know The relevancy, right? They're very relevant and very related to each other. You just never truly know what to expect. Because again, like I said, you can listen to all the experts in the world. You can listen to all of the coaches and mentors that you can pay for. But at the end of the day, it's just very similar to you getting into parenting and your parents trying to tell you how to parent. It's just not the same, right? Your kids are not going to be exactly like you were when you were growing up. They'll, they'll have similarities. They'll have features. They'll have behaviors that remind you of yourself. But it's a new day, new age, and things are changing. So the parenting styles are changing. And it's the same thing in the same way with business. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And here's the motivation on why I even thought that today's content was necessary for all of us, right? Some of us are actually hurting our businesses by doing the following things over-planning, right, under-analyzing and ignoring ignoring the signs and trends. What do I mean by over-planning, right? Back to what I said. Sometimes before we even start the business, we feel like we have to have the website created. We have to have the sales funnels created. We have to have the sales scripts and sales pitches created before we even identify our target audience, which is silly to me, right? All these things we feel like we have to have all these steps mapped out and know exactly what the next five years of this business life is gonna look like. Boom, all we have to do is just create it. Right? You sometimes you I don't have it on today, but you guys sometimes see me wearing a shirt that says just create it and fix it later. That's exactly what I mean by over planning. Just create the damn business. You can worry about fixing all the kinks, you can worry about you know recoding, fixing the website, rebeautifying the social media page, you can do all that stuff later. Just create the business. And what I mean by just creating a business, buy the LLC and get to work, right? Buy the, get the LLC and start getting to work. Get an accountant. Start budgeting. Start, you know, managing the finances. I feel like if, if you're going to do any planning, the most planning should be financial planning. Everything else should just be innovation and just implementation. Just innovate, implement. You, cr- you come up with an idea, implement it, try it out, see if it works. If it doesn't, throw it away and try the next idea. And most of the planning should be, again, financial. Next is under analyzing. What I mean by under analyzing is we lack the competency most in most cases to collect data and we don't know what to do with that data. And what I mean by that is sometimes we'll just create a business based off of a hunch and based off of a feeling that, oh, I really like this idea. Let me make it a business. But we don't test it. We don't test the market first. We don't Reach out to the people that we already have influence with to see if that's a business solution that, or a business problem that they even need a solution for, right? And sometimes we waste a lot of time, resources, and money specifically in creating businesses that our immediate influence doesn't really see any value in. And so that means you got to spend a lot more money on ads to reach out to people that you don't already have the reach with. I like to always test out a product by asking some problem solving questions to people that I already engage with on my social media pages. You know, I got about 3,600 f- followers that are very, very, very much engaged on my social media page. And then another ten thousand on the podcast page. Anytime before I drop a, 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 a some a product or a service. I'm, you know, hitting the DMs and I'm just testing and seeing, hey, what do you think if if we were to drop this? Do you see benefit in us dropping this? So analyze more, but don't overanalyze to where you give yourself that analysis paralysis, which I again mentioned before, which is actually a real thing. You can actually paralyze yourself from doing anything just from trying to analyze too much. And then third we ignore the signs and the trends. And again, you learn the signs and the trends by asking those quality questions to people you already have influence with. And even just networking and, you know, talking to other people, you'll get a you'll, you'll get a quick hunch of what those trends look like. But at the end of the day, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you just quiet to yourself and you just dropping business ideas and you just starting businesses and dumping the whole money into businesses that you didn't really test out and see if it was a proof of concept. You're doing yourself a disservice. You are doing yourself a huge disservice. And one one specifically that a lot of my parents out there can relate to is being too overprotective. Yes. Being too overprotective of your business is just like being too overprotective of your child. Sometimes you just have to let them fall and get back up. Right. Sometimes. And and I've seen it all. I've seen it all the time. You know, you have those parents that be at the playground hovering over their child to make sure that they don't hurt themselves or you know play too rough or be bullied by the other kids and i get it at a certain age but at some point you really do have to just let them learn from those things learn and then come tell you just learn right they again we learn by doing and if we don't allow our business to do the thing we don't allow the business to grow so what i'm encouraging you guys to do is Test the business, you know, test the idea, test that plan. If you have a, a concept, test it out. Try it. Right. And I one thing that I, one way that I love testing concepts in my business is by doing like free offers. So I'll have some type of like um, some type of uh, platform or I'll have some type of plan or some type of free training or some type of playbook that I'll give away for free. That then puts people in my network to where I can ask them questions on how it helped them out. What did they think about it? How beneficial was it? How did it make them feel? So then I can create some type of paid product or paid service from that free service or from that free product again. And when I so that's an example of being too overprotective of our business. We feel like giving away things for free sometimes uh, waters down our business and. I would say it does when you're giving away something for free that definitely should be paid for. Right. Like if you have a ten thousand dollar coaching program that, you know, for sure, you're giving away extreme amounts of gain, extreme amounts of value, extreme amounts of return on that investment. Then giving that away for free may not be beneficial. People won't value it as much as they need to. But if it's something like a little training that takes you 20 minutes that you can still provide some value in. You know, th- and a training that you can create one time and put it on a sales funnel or put it on your website and just direct the traffic there, like, that's something that you can definitely give away for free. And, you know, the thing about it and the beauty about it is it's not really free, right? You're giving it away for free, but it's at the cost of the lead. You know, what I always encourage is when people have these free, free trainings or free playbooks, you always create it in order for it to generate a lead, meaning they in order for them to access it, they have to give you a name, number, or email, Right? So now you have you collect that data and that goes back into analyzing data and, you know, knowing what to do with the data. But being too overprotective of your business can definitely harm the growth of the business in the long run. It can be a little bit too dependent on you. And for all my entrepreneurs out there that are currently entrepreneurs, you know that you created a business with the idea in mind of that business working for you and not you having to always work for it. You created a business for time freedom. So if you want your business to be independent and sufficient enough to where it can run and move like a well oiled engine on its own, then lay off a little bit, you know, maybe invest some money in, you know, ads. You know, a lot of us can be a little bit cheap, especially when we first starting a brand and not wanting to invest any money outside of, you know, the simple things like getting a website and all that goofy stuff that doesn't really put money in the pockets. But if you analyze data and you learn how to, you know, test Facebook ads, those Facebook, Facebook ads grant you a return, you know, whether it's more leads or it's actual sales, you know, these things are ways that we can kind of put faith in systems and and not feel like we have to do everything ourselves. Right. Another example of being too overprotective is hiding your business from people who can help. We have this toxic idea that when we have a, a business in the ideal stage that we have to keep it to ourselves because we think people are going to steal our business. But at the end of the day, it's your brand um, and your brand. If you're truly being true to who you are and what your purpose is, can nobody take that. Can't nobody duplicate that because it was created with the core values that you have created with the mission out of the purpose that you have. So at the end of the day, that business was carefully created and curated and crafted after your spitting image, after your personality, and your personality is your spiritual fingerprint. It cannot be copied, it cannot be duplicated. There may be people who compliment you, but your personality is yours truly. So what I always wanna encourage is build a community and find people who can help and be open to sharing ideas, ways that you maybe even could possibly collaborate with other businesses And not really wanting to keep things to yourself and doing things on your own. So we can create a space. Again, the motivation for this content is so we can create a space for our brands to take an identity of their own and to just be a little bit more self-sufficient. Right. That's why we are here. So, of course, it wouldn't be the Million Dollar Mind podcast if I didn't share some action steps. But we are going to switch things up just a little bit because I don't have actual tangible action steps for the first time million dollar mind history but it's still some value because i have some actual some, some actually very quality questions that you should be asking yourself when it comes to aligning yourself with your brand and making sure that your brand is taking on uh, an identity of its own in a positive direction right and in, in a positive direction i want to emphasize positive direction so here are some key questions that you want to ask five questions that you should ask yourself as frequently as you can think to make sure that your brand is moving in the right direction. Number one is my brand or is my business still aligned with my core values? Is my business still aligned with my core values? First, of course, you got to know what your core values are. And if you don't currently have core values, I want you guys to browse on the Million Dollar Mind podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts or you go to our YouTube channel and you can find an episode talking about developing core values. You can even go to our website and find a blog post on developing core values. That blog post might be the fastest route as it's a nice little five minute read on ways that you can develop core values. Right. Um, And if your business is not aligned With those core values Ask yourself what happened What happened because it used to be But it now isn't Why where where what happened to where my Brand is now Shifting away from What my core values are that's The first question first set of questions I Should say second question is you Should ask who can I trust to go to for Help when I need it again Right. Because I mentioned we heard we we are too overprotective of our businesses when we feel like we can't share it with, you know, experts and mentors and coaches that are meant to help our businesses grow. Uh, One, invest in a coach, invest in a coach. I probably this year already in this June probably invested about ten thousand dollars in coaching. And that's that's small. Last year, I probably did about fifteen, twenty five thousand dollars in coaching that I invested. Right. So invest in a coach. Find a mentor, find a community that you can be a part of, of people that are in the same industry or doing the same things as you. That's a must. Um, And again, we even had an episode on ways that you can develop your mastermind. We just put out a blog post yesterday on ways to develop three steps to developing a mastermind network. If you don't like reading, which I hope you do, you can still also go listen to that episode on the podcast or on YouTube. You can go watch it. That's pretty recent. I believe that was episode in the 160s. It's not on the top of my head, but go find that content. Right. Go find the content. Go and be a sponge and be a student. Always like we can't always just be so one dimensional when it comes to our learning. We have to learn how to learn and find information for ourselves, not only for ourselves, but using different avenues like I learned from podcasts. I learn from YouTube University. I learn from reading books. I have so many different streams of education, right? We talk about building streams of wealth. We need to have several streams of education because you can get bored just only reading or you can get bored from only listening to podcasts. You can get bored and it doesn't really motivate you to continue to learn it. But if you find different ways to learn, you're always learning, especially from conversations with other people. That's the best way to learn. I love learning through people who are already having the experiences that I'm trying to have. So find people that you can go to that when you need help again, mentors, coaches, mastermind network that you develop, finding communities on Facebook, Facebook groups. Speaking of Facebook groups, you can join the mastermind Facebook group, the million dollar mastermind. Yes, we have a public Facebook group that you can join and network with the many guests that we've had on the show You can network with me. Of course, you can network with other millionaires that love the show and have taken some gems from the show and applied it to their brands and their businesses and their lives. You can network with all those people in that group. Find you a community. So, again, uh, I'll make sure that that link is somewhere in the show notes. If you're joining us on Wisdom and you want to go check it out right now, you can actually go find that in my bio. Go to my Instagram and it's the link in my bio or you can go straight to Facebook and type in million dollar the million dollar mastermind facebook group and you'll see it right there okay the third question you want to ask yourself what data can i collect that will tell me about my brand's current identity what data can i collect that'll tell me about how my brand is currently moving and currently acting that's a great question and oftentimes you can easily get that answer by if you have especially if you have um Uh, a social media page or a business page set up for your brand already sending it out to people and say hey can you give me some feedback on how this looks what do you how do you feel when you take a look at the page what does it make you want to do when you take a look at the page you can even reach out to people via dms start some friendly uh, friendly conversation not spammy conversation like those bitcoin miners be doing but some actual organic conversation ask them about their day and then ask them you know For some feedback, ask them what they enjoy and then say, hey, if I brought this brand to you and did this thing, what would you think about? Like ask questions that will get people to engage with you and tell you about your business. Right. It just think about it when you have a a new girlfriend or new boyfriend and you want to ask your friends, what do they think? Right. It's like you don't just say, what do do you think about them? Right. You want to give them some context. You want to preface it a little bit like, hey, this person started doing this and, you know, it makes me feel this way. What do you feel about it? Or have you noticed this? Or have you noticed that? Uh, like, just ask questions. Again, be a sponge, be over curious. I know that example is probably a little bit of a stretch, right? But again, the point, the whole purpose is, no question is a dumb question. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Just be a good person. Don't spam people with just with the links to your business and tell them to go buy your products and don't even identify what their needs are. Don't do stuff like that. As long as you stay out of people's DMs with that type of behavior. People love to talk and people love to give their opinions. So that's, a, that's that's one way that you can get data is by collecting opinions on what people think about your brand and seeing if that's a, a an opinion about your brand that you like. Right. See if that's an opinion about your brand that you like. So that's number three. Number four is what ways can I support my brand to move in a positive direction? If we're currently coasting and we're stagnant or we're trending downward. What behaviors do I need to adopt to make sure I can support a positive swing, right, for us to swing and trend upward? What do I need to do? Do I need to invest in some more money for Facebook ads? Do I need to find uh, a virtual assistant to pick up the uh, the slack where I lack on, on outreach? Do I need to find a sales rep that can close more deals and is better in sales than me? All right. What do I need to do that is going to support my brand moving in the direction that I want it to do? That's like a growth mindset, a scarce and fixed mindset is just saying, oh, another bad day, another bad week, another bad month. Why is my brand slowing down? Why are we not doing this? You know, asking all the wrong questions, the the complaining questions. But a growth mindset and an abundant mindset is asking questions that actually give you results. And a question that'll give you a result is, okay, I invested $100 in Facebook ads last month and got this result. I wonder if I was to double that, will I double my results? That's a question. And a question that could either lead to a yes or a no, you actually doing it, or you deciding to pull out and back away, right? So what ways can you support your brand to move in a more positive direction? Just like you ask your kid, right? How can I help you out? Like you, I see you struggling in this subject. How can we get you to do a little bit better? Or asking the teacher, how can I get my my, my child to do a little bit more uh, to do better in this class? Right? What are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? It's just like it's really like it's just like parenting. It's like so it's so crazy. Like I feel like I'm so I just I'm so excited to just be a parent. So it's like I'm always looking for like I'm always with my nieces, always with. You know, uh, my friends, kids who have kids and just being super, super nurturing. I feel like that has even helped me just kind of be a better business owner Um, unintentionally. Right. It just kind of naturally flowed that way. And I'm starting to see more and more the more time I spend with kids and newborns and babies and all type of like youth, just being with youth and nurture being a nurturing force of energy for the youth. it It helps me kind of see things in a different light, even for My business. Um, And then the last question, fifth, but certainly not least, what will be the most trusted source or sources of education for your brand? We talked about different streams of education, right? We got YouTube University. We have podcasts. We have books versus both written books and audio books. We have the worldwide web of the Internet. Right. Did you know now that there is more information we have access to more information on the internet than what existed 50 years ago, right? The information that existed 50 years ago, we now have access to more of that in literally two like a, a split second. We can literally search in any question and have, have have access to information that didn't even exist 50 years ago. So it's like the internet is a strong force. That we need to just start utilizing better, not just saying just utilizing it to get on Facebook and rant, not utilizing it just to get on Facebook, uh, on Instagram and you know swipe and scroll, not use it, utilizing it to get on TikTok and shake our hips, right? Like you can utilize these things. You can, you can even get education on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. As, as a matter of fact, just from learning how how I even best u- utilize these tools, I'm learning that people like to go on. Instagram for education. So if you utilizing the apps wrong, that can also be a cause of why you're not going viral or why you're not getting as much exposure. Right. So if you on Instagram and people like people like Instagram for comedy and education. Right. Um, But TikTok people love for education and comedy as well. Facebook people like for networking uh, and mostly education. But if you get on Facebook and you trying to you know share like like it's just so hard to explain each of these apps I'm learning have a different personality, and the more time you spend on them intentionally right the more intentional time you spend on them with the intentions of learning, how the algorithms move and how they work you'll you'll, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about but figure out what will be the most trusted sources of education for your brand, right what publications are out there that get that keep you up to date on the news and occurrences of your industry what what uh influence out out there are good people to uh, not plagiarize but uh duplicate and um epitomize right like learn how to just study them and, and be like them but still maintaining your own personal imagery and your personal brand and your personality most importantly because again you you are most successful when you are being yourself and when you know you're being yourself. But when you feel like you're you're lying to yourself, and you not being who you truly are, no matter how much money you have, no matter how many friends you have, you're not going to feel successful and trust and believe that. Right. Trust and believe me when I say that. So with that being the case, those are the five questions that you guys want to ask yourself when it comes to making sure your brand identity is moving in a positive direction. And in a way that you can still be hands off and not too overbearing on the brand and how it moves, because I'm learning that, you know, even with the podcast having my face on it, on the thumbnail, even with the podcast having my face on YouTube videos. Right. Like I am still separate from the podcast. And what I mean by that is my personal identity on my personal social media pages is still very different from the aesthetic and the 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 personality that the podcast has on its social media pages even if even if i am the person right and um another quick example is i remember when i first started the podcast my avatar was like um a, a young woman between the age of 25 to 35 working the nine to five that is not really pleased at her nine to five and is just looking for different ways to make a living while doing the things that she loves to do, like traveling and things like that, right? And the I, the podcast told me that it had other plans. Its main de- demographic is men from the ages of 28 to 35, right? And these are things that I'm learning from, again, looking at the data and going on Spotify and going on Apple and going on my, my hosting sites and just looking at the data to see who is most appealing to right now. And it has season where it, seasons where it fluctuates. Like sometimes, you know, women are mostly listening to it. Sometimes men are mostly listening to it. Sometimes the age range changes. So what I'm saying is I, I'm not too strung out on where who the podcast is attracting. I'm just letting the podcast attract who the podcast attracts. And I'm being consistent in the actions that I'm responsible for being consistent in. And that's the best you can do in business and in life. Right. Just be consistent with the actions that you need to be consistent in and let everything else fall into place, good or bad, because even the bad you can learn from and the bad doesn't last forever. Think of it like the buffalo soldiers and buffaloes, the actual animal, the buffalo itself. Buffaloes understand that when a storm is coming, that this is a bad event. This is an, an event that they don't want to be in, that they don't welcome, that they don't typically enjoy. But at the end of the day, what they'll do is run towards the storm as opposed to running away from the storm like every other animal in this area. Every other animal is running away while the buffaloes run towards it because they understand that if I run towards this problem, the faster I run in it, the faster it passes. Because if you guys can visualize it, right, a storm, you see the storm cloud is moving in one direction. And if I'm running away from it, I can't outrun the cloud. This cloud is moving way faster than me, especially if I'm running on on foot. Right. But that cloud is covering so much more ground per square foot. I can't outrun it. But the Buffaloes understand, Okay, if I run in it, I'm actually expediting the amount of time that I spend in this storm. And so that's how we have to think when things get bad. We just kind of have to just do what we can control and be consistent in the actions that we can control and take life as life comes and have an abundant mindset while receiving everything, the good, the bad and the ugly, right? It could always be a lot worse. So let's switch gears a little bit because I am running out of time. I have to get ready for a amazing interview that I can't wait for you guys. This one will be actually be live on Monday. We have Randy Mullen, which is a, he, he is a real estate investor and philanthropist who is the host of his own podcast. Of, you, you guys just got to be there, but we are going to have that that conversation about real estate and philanthropy tonight but it'll be live for you guys on monday but let's get back to this content right so being a business owner is a lot like being a parent because you learn the meanings of sacrifice you learn the meaning of quality time play dates aka collaboration when it comes to with your business right and if more parents actually saw this comparison they'll see that starting a business isn't as out of the question as they think i have a lot of parents that think that it's too late for them to start businesses because they're parents And they have to focus on their kids now. And they can't possibly have enough time to focus on the business. But if you have enough time to have another kid, you have enough time to grow a business. I'm trying to tell you, all I'm trying to give you all some game. And this may sound cliche because I'm not a parent yet. But I'm trying to tell you, all if you just trust me, trust but verify. Test it out on your own, right? $100 to start an LLC, right? Start a business. $100, you start to a business. If it flops, it flops. If it doesn't. Congratulations, you got a successful business and you can thank God. So now I don't think that all business owners can automatically be great parents, but big, but I do think great parents have a hell of a better chance being great business owners because they understand those things like sacrifice, quality time, nurturing, right? Play dates, all these things, patience, nurture nature, all can be applied to business development. Right. So great parents can make great business owners, but I can't say that great business owners can make great parents. I can't say that, but I can't say the opposite. I can't say the opposite. Like young kids, the big the beginning stages of your brand will cause many other ideas to flow. So welcome these ideas. A lot of times um, I see parents just letting their kids just play in what they want to play in and ask all the questions. And that's amazing because they're learning from these questions. They're learning from these experiences and your business does the same too. So just get ideas, welcome those ideas. Again, like I said, try them out and you'll see that this experimentation, especially in the beginning stages, as you're trying to figure out strategies, systems, and uh, softwares that make the most sense for your business and development. If you don't have any of that yet, what's the harm? What's the harm done? there is no harm done. So just start trying stuff. So as always, guys, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show. I just gave y'all some gas and now the question is where are you gonna go now that you have a full tank? And gas is expensive now. Y'all see these prices, they soaring. I just gave y'all some gas just for free. I mean, only investment was just investment of your time. You spend about 30, 35 minutes with me, you get some gas and you can start applying it to your life so that you can make sure your life Is getting easier and easier over time instead of harder and harder but the trick is you have to start doing the hard things now instead of always wanting to do the easy things because if you do the hard things now your life will get easier later but if you do the easy things and you always looking to do the easy things your life will still be harder and harder so we are almost halfway through the year which means again this time many of us are resetting doing some things differently or doubling down on the things that, that have been working Either way, as you look at it, no matter how you look at it, as we prepare our businesses for growth, you have to now shift your focus on leadership and leaning on your abilities to lead and influence others because you do not need to be doing all this yourself. You are an entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur. So my book, Lead from the Front, is going to give you tips on giving constructive feedback, critique, growing and motivating your teams, creating culture and team identity and all these things help you step out of the operations and into the innovation of your business and that is where growth happens in innovation to get your copy again you guys can text book to 888-292-1501 with that said just remember to keep focused build momentum and drive results so you can live abundantly my name is Kai Speaks and we are out